and you're listening to McHoot American Podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode, we're focusing on Sorry's Not Good Enough, which is the number what single from this album? Number three. Not counting Don't Stop Me Now. Right, because that was a double A side. And with us today, we have a special guest that's destroying my office, Kelsey. (laughs) Your friend and mine, Kelsey Kimbler. Welcome, Kelsey. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah. Who are you? Why are you in my house? Um, so I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I've been friends with Sam and Stephanie since college. We met in the English program. And I am now a healthcare writer. And I just write, like, articles and stuff for Healthcare Network. And there's not much else to say about me. I'm obsessed with my dog. And <laughs> that's it. That's me in a nutshell. That's my only personality traits. Will you please tell us what you know about McFly so far? The name Dougie, and that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Continuing our education of our friends, we're back. (laughs) We have asked Kelsey to watch the video, Sorry's Not Good Enough. Uh, We gave her absolutely no context except for the video link, and I'm looking forward to hearing her thoughts. Also, if this is your first time um, wondering why we brought someone who doesn't know anything about McFly... We like to do this one once per album. We bring our friends in who literally know nothing about McFly except in the contact with Sam and I. That's the only reference they have of McFly. They're usually American. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All our British friends know McFly. <laughs> it's true. So how we usually have to get started is just listing some fast facts about the single. So the single was released December 18th, 2006. Um, it became the number three spot in the UK singles chart when it was released. It was released alongside as a double A side with Friday Night. Um, it was written by Tom, Dougie, Danny, Jason Perry, Julian Emery, and Daniel P. Carter. And I have a question about the single and the previous singles and this coming up single we have yet to speak about. Why so many double A sides? With this album. Don't know. They love double A sides. I wondered that too. Maybe I don't know. What is the purpose of a double A side? Why do it? Kelsey, do you we know need a musician? About music? Nope, not <laughs> nope. Well. Our next guest will be a music expert. <laughs> don't don't hold us to that. It's probably not gonna be. It probably won't be. But we will eventually get there. This is also the first single from Motion in the Ocean to not reach number one. Yeah, I don't know why. It's I I feel like it's an absolute banger. I know. But it peaked at what? What did you say that just now? It peaked number at three. number three? Yep. Number three for their third single. But, okay. Snoozing on it. That's fine. I feel like I feel like the British population snoozes on every single that we feel is a great song. Except for Star Girl. That reached number one. It's true. That's an iconic one. But yeah, there's a lot of double A sides. And I was thinking like, I first of all, I don't know the purpose of a double A side, right? Like just as we just established. But if we, like, think about Friday Night is a single for a movie, The Night in the Museum. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about Friday Night next time. But, and then the last one, Don't Stop Me Now and Please Please were double A sides. Don't Stop Me Now is for sports relief. But the next one is Babies Coming Back in Transylvania. So unless I, because I haven't looked up any fast facts about Babies Coming Back. So unless Babies Coming Back is, like, for something else, I think that would might be the purpose. Okay. So maybe that's the purpose of a double A side. Like, they have a single that's their own, and then the double A side is, like, for something else. But they want to release at the same time. Right. Except for Friday Night and Sorry's Not Good Enough are both original songs. Right. But they 
go home and do it. But I haven't like they probably did they write it for this? Did they write it for the movie? I don't. I guess we should table this conversation and revisit it when we have done our research for Friday night. Also, I'm gonna write down. (laughs) We're skipping ahead. We are totally we. We, like the UK charts, are just totally skipping Sorry It's Not Good Enough to talk about Friday Night. Well, like, Sorry It's Not Good Enough and Friday Night came out as the one single, so they both reached number right. three, technically. Right. So, but I'm just, I'm just curious. I guess I should have waited to have this discussion when we did the album episode. <laughs> it's fine. We'll circle back. I also read that this song and it's, you know, it's buddy Friday Night. They made it to position number 11 in the U.S. Billboard European Hot 100 chart, which I feel like must be because of Friday Night and not because of Sorry It's Not Good Enough, because Friday Night was associated with Wait, the movie. Wait, what's a U.S. Billboard European chart? The chart is called European Hot 100, okay. where but it's the U.S., I think. So the U.S. puts out the Billboard, like Billboard, and puts out the chart talking about the top 100 in European that also made it over here. Oh, okay. So it reached number 11. It was probably because of Friday night. But I think we talked about this yeah. with Chantel, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, because I think we were talking about it with Chantel and Craig when we were talking about Just My Luck. And Chantel was like, they have a song on Night in the Museum? And like she was shook, but I'm pretty sure it's not in that movie. It's not in the U.S. version. I don't of think it movie. is either. No. No. But we will confirm... <laughs> Next time with Friday night, because golly gee, darn it, we are here to talk about Sorry's Not Good Enough, and I will not let it be erased. We should have flip-flopped. We should have have done Friday night this week. I have things to say, apparently. But I have things to say. I have pages and pages of things to say about Sorry's Not Good Enough. Okay, well, I have like two pages, so. I have a couple notes. Anyway, so like I said, I felt okay. Let's. I'll go back to sorry. It's not good enough. Sorry, <laughs> it's not good enough. <laughs> and I literally have wrote. I'm pretty sure I'd seen this song when someone apologized me, to me in 2006 for like a hundred years. Once I heard this song, right. And also, it has like one of those courses that you can't just like stop singing, right? So you're like, sorry, it's not good enough. Why are we breaking Why are we breaking <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah, stop singing because it's like it's it's very um i think it flows really well and it's just like goes to the next one goes to the next one i really like it a lot yeah, yeah. this like whole song slash video is a really special place in my heart i i like i don't listen to it that often i i don't think i think about it immediately when somebody's like oh like iconic mcfly like i'll name some other songs and i'll sort of forget about this one but then every time i listen to it i'm just like totally charmed all over again i'm like this is so good so i'm not the one erasing it you are yeah apparently (laughs) uh, on accident but not today today i'm gonna give it it's just desserts but yeah i don't i don't skip it when it comes on yeah me neither for sure and the videos of course the videos great stands out from the crowd that's why we invited kelsey today for this song instead of all the others from this album because we thought you'd get a kick out of this video it was interesting Lead us into it, Kelsey. What what was it like when you pressed play for the first time? I so I do want to say when I was taking my notes and stuff, I feel like I paid more attention to the video than the song. Like I think the song was good, but I was so like focused on like the visuals and like what was going on 
and um, trying to like figure that out that like the song I would have to like listen to it again I think to really like take it in um, but I think it was good I took very like stream of consciousness notes as I was going along I'm not sure if I was a oh god you guys are gonna kill me I'm not sure if I was a huge fan of this video because like the song is like sorry's not good enough like why are we breaking up and like he took his girlfriend hostage <laughs> I think I, like, literally wrote down, plot twist, looks like she's a hostage. <laughs> Wait, do you know when you noticed? Because that was one of my questions. Because it's not, like, immediately super obvious. And I was like, I would be really interested to know when Kelsey figured it out. Like, when she was like, wait, what? Oh, no, I was, like, so oblivious. Like, I thought the shots of her, like, eating were weird. Because she was, like, so disinterested. And I was just like... This chick is just not having it. Like, she was taking bites for food, like, really weird. And I was like, okay, this chick is just, like, not having it. And then it, like, pans out and you see, like, someone feeding her and, like, someone, like, bringing the drink. And I have questions on the drink. Right. But bringing the drink up to her uh, mouth. And I was like, oh, she's a hostage. <laughs> so you <laughs> That makes sense. You actually missed the, like, duct tape around her wrist for, like, quite a while then. Yeah, I did. I was just like... Yeah, I, like, I wrote, like, 31 seconds in, so you can see the duct tape on the table, which surprised me, because when I first watched this video, like, I didn't realize she was a hostage until, like, it panned out to Dougie holding her drink and Harry feeding Which her. is what Kelsey's saying, too. So, like, even right. though the shots of the duct tape are there, you don't immediately notice if you don't already know. Right, because you're not you're not paying attention to this random girl in this video. Right. Like, you're to pay attention to Tom Fletcher singing to her. Right, you're looking at Tom and his beautiful turquoise tie. Kidnapper or not, Tom looks great today. Obviously, do not do this at home, kids. If someone doesn't want to be with you, you can't make them. <laughs> okay, I would like to point out, though, if you guys don't help me kidnap somebody to prove that they should not break up with me, I don't want this negativity in my life. <laughs> I thought about that. I did think about that. I was like, are these great friends or terrible friends? Right? Because, like, on the one hand, right, like, support your pals. On the other hand, like, friends don't let friends kidnap people and ignore consent. Like, I, I couldn't decide. I was like, are you guys the best friends in the world or absolutely terrible? I think friends who support your friends, even though they're friends who support friends who have terrible friends. Friends. Oh, my God. Let me start over. Friends who support friends with terrible ideas, I think, are good friends because their hearts are in the right place. But there is a line. There is a line. And they're like, this man's crossing it. But they're ride or die. They are ride they or are. die, okay? They are ride or die. I mean, like, I, your hesitation here is making me rethink our friendship, whether we're a ride or die friendship, because I thought we were. I mean, we're pretty ride or die, not. but I think I would be like, Stephanie, let's talk about consent. Okay, <laughs> we can talk about it, but I'm like, no, this is fine. Like, will you please still do this with me? We might have to talk about our friendship after be this. like, but. sure, honey, whatever you want. And then I'll just be, like, sliding some kind of razor blade to the duct-taped human across the table, like, get out, run. <laughs> I have to say, before I knew it was a hostage situation, when she was just looking, like, not into it at the table, and he was like his bandmates and I don't know any of their names so like forgive me it's fine we could give you a rundown if you think you can remember it Tom, I, I can okay all you need to know is Tom <laughs> is the one that's trying to not get her to not leave alright so his bandmates were like come up on stage and he like jump up on stage I was like that's not a way to get your girlfriend back like she's looking disinterested already and you're like look at me like play the guitar <laughs> like I was like okay <laughs> I was like, that's not gonna work okay 
I and then I was like, oh, she's a hostage. <laughs> I love this so much. I do want to say that. And I was going to sort of save this for later in the conversation because, like, I have a lot of, like, joke things that I want to talk about. But um, what I really like about this video is when videos contradict themselves about the song. So, like, and Kelsey, you might even know this one, um, right? Like, Sugarland's Stuck Like Glue song from 2010. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you ever seen the music video of that one? Yes. So it's a lot like this, right, where it's, like, it's, like, a really peppy love song, like, well, this is not a puppy love song. The McFly one, but stuck like glue is like you and me, baby. We're stuck like glue. Blah. And then you watch the music video and you find out that she's like a stalker, <laughs> and she like kidnaps this guy and is <laughs> and has like a bunch of pictures of him in her garage. And uh, and so I like I like songs that do that, um, where the video like adds this extra layer. Sorry, it's not good enough. Is really earnest right it's about someone like not wanting to be broken up with right like why are we breaking up like i didn't treat you rough so like baby don't call this off and it's really like earnest and sincere and i think this video of like having him sing to her when she's like kidnapped and like tied up brings some really good like irony or like distance to the emotion of the song it brings like some awareness right so it's like oh i don't want someone to leave me which like relatable but also they recognize that they sound like absolutely insane. And so like, I feel like the video recognizes that, right? It's like this extreme over the top situation. I feel like they're just like winking at us. Like the woman in this video is obviously doing the right thing (laughs) and like leaving this person because this person literally tied her to a chair. But in the song, it's not obvious that she's doing the right thing. And I think that that balance really helps it out. It's like making fun of itself, right? They're like saying like, yeah, we're really sad, but like, I know that I'm being ridiculous. So here's this video. Does that make sense? I think it makes a lot of sense, and I agree with that. Um, I think it's a very interesting way to, like, tell a story. You, like, take the song, and then you compare it to this, like, completely blown-out-of-proportion, like, situation. Like, obviously, I don't think McFly's gonna, like... I don't know anything about them, but I'm just assuming that they're not going to take their girlfriend's hostage. But... (laughs) They wouldn't. I I mean, they could take me hostage if they want. I mean, they married three of them, so I guess that's a kind of hostage situation. (laughs) marriage <laughs> marriage is us no but yeah that's what i say like you know like i'm glad that we're like laughing about it like don't try this at home kids but like i actually think that what this video is doing is like like giving like this kind of ironic nod right where it's like we know what this song like this song is like please don't leave me no and then this but the video is so ridiculous that they're kind of like saying like we know like we know better even though hashtag please don't leave and i will say um before i knew it was hostage situation like right before like seconds before he like reaches over and like rubs her face with a rose (laughs) and i like wrote down um why did he touch your face with a rose that's weird and like i think that was my first hint because i was just like what is going on like that's a little creepy like her smudged eye makeup didn't give you a a clue i will note my first actually my second note i wrote down was please forgive me for this was the one guy's hair is very white and the girl's eyeliner looks like she's crying yeah you did notice okay but to be fair to be fair this was 2006 and I hung out with a lot of kids who smudged their eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, but this is like extra. This isn't just like I'm. Punk okay, rock. you did not know the people I knew in high school. I then, guess not. This, this is like, like on her cheek. Yeah, this like they were ridiculous in middle school. Like, <laughs> this isn't just like thick smudged eyeliner. This is like I tried to wipe it away and smeared it across my cheekbone. 
Hmm. But maybe that was the style in 2007. So I did notice that her eyeliner was a little funky. I was like, she looks like she's crying. And then it still took me forever to figure out she was a hostage. Listen, they they strategically put that glass, because there's like a camera pan when they're both at the table and he's singing to her and her wrists are like on the table. Right. And like that glass is strategically placed where her duct tape is. Yeah. So. It is supposed to be a slow It's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like a twist. Like, oh, Tom's a little crazy. That's okay. I am glad that you brought up Tom's bleached hair because I feel like Tom looks great in this video in a lot of ways. I've already mentioned the turquoise tie. I love the tie. Um, I love his black earring, right? Like, it's hard to leave a man like that. I can't believe she's going to do it. But I do want someone to talk to me about Tom's bleached hair. I couldn't decide. Like, yay or nay? I say nay. I was not a fan. I was like, your hair is, like, aggressively white. He kind of reminded me of, like, Spike from Buffy. Yeah. I was just like... But I will say, positives, always look for the positives. Um, I liked his eyebrows. Yes! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! You don't know this, Kelsey, but Tom's eyebrows are, like, a separate segment in this podcast. (laughs) I, like, noted. I was like, I like his eyebrows. Like, I've always wanted um, eyebrows like that. There's this girl who plays in this TV show, Manifest. Only watched a couple episodes the first season. Didn't watch that much. She was blonde, but her eyebrows were very dark and very bushy um, in a very, like, chic way. And um, everyone on Facebook was always like, why are you, she needs to pluck her eyebrows. But, like, I'm a fan of those eyebrows. Like, I really want, like, really, like, aggressively bushy eyebrows. Like, I'm a fan. But, like, there's a difference between bushy and manicured bushy. And I think Tom, I've never seen that show, but maybe Tom and that girl have manicured bushy eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Like, Tom has great eyebrows. Yeah, like, there's been, like, a whole, like, like, there were, like, several episodes in the beginning of our podcast in a row where I was like, these eyebrows, again, on point. Oh, my God. Like, we had, like I curated a whole photographic series back on our Twitter from months ago. To dig that back out for this this episode. But And I even made a note of it, too. I was like, it's been a minute since, like, we've appreciated Tom's eyebrows. So, like, I'm just here to say, like, I noticed. But so did you, and I'm so delighted. Yes. Tom has fabulous eyebrows yes and then another i didn't notice much appearance wise with the guys because again i was like really trying to like figure out what was going on and really like noticing that sort of stuff but like i noticed um tom's hair and his eyebrows and then i was like i was like curly haired guy is a little cuter but very baby face (laughs) yes curly haired guy is danny that one's mine and that was like all i noticed appearance wise i was just like Tom has, like, aggressive hair, and um, curly hair guy is, like, a little cuter, but very, very baby-faced. Yeah, well, he's very young. <laughs> yeah, very young. I don't know how old they are now. They're, like, in their 30s now. This was, like, when they were, like, teens, 20s. Yeah, they were, like, mm-hmm. maybe 19 years old. That's so funny. I would just like the record to show that Kelsey's two notes of positivity are Tom's eyebrows and Danny's curly hair. And if that doesn't make her my soulmate, I don't know what does. Because <laughs> those are also... The two things I talk about the most. <laughs> yes. I loved his hair, though. It was really good. Like, it's so good. It's so good. It. I have at least, like, three notes, which is only one note, really, for the podcast. But, like, at least three different times in this podcast, I was like, oh, my God, Danny's Curls. Oh, my God, Danny's Curls. Like, oh, my God. And then finally, I just had to be like, I need to put a disclaimer on this podcast, which is, yes, it's going to be like this. This level of enthusiasm until the end of Radioactive when he cuts his hair or until my heart gives out like whichever one comes first because I can't I can't stop it like I had you you might need to remember the specifics of this but like 
Do you remember in the video when Tom and the girl are like watching their film reel of like when they were happy and it's the part of the song where Danny starts singing Sorry's Not Good Enough over and over and over and over again, which is like ridiculous. <laughs> I literally have a note about that and I'm like, I love this part specifically just because like your friend's trying to get back together with his girlfriend and you're over here on the other side of the table like screaming. Like, <laughs> Sorry, like he's just screaming it but oh my holy lord like somebody come and save me i had like a whole verbal like physical reaction when they were like it was like on tom and the girl the woman and then it like panned to danny and he'd like undone his bow tie a little bit and like i love it when like people are in like formal wear and then they start to like slowly cat like become casual right so like whenever you like unbutton your thing or like unbutton your top or like t- untie your tie or like take off your jacket and you just see your suspenders right that's one of my favorite looks of all time so like he'd untied his bow tie and so like he was like taking it off at the end of the night and like his hair is so curly and the light is on him he looks like a little angel and like i like could not i rewound it like eight times before I even like before he even got to the end of the video the first time I was like what like oh my god and I took I was like taking pictures he was like he looked absolutely fantastic (laughs) like my whole body like got warm I was like what like I couldn't even continue so anyway that's all I'll say about Danny yeah I didn't have that reaction to Danny I just noticed him when he was on the stage, I was like, so we were so focused on Tom for a while. And then, like, we finally, like, acknowledged the band. And I was like, oh, curly hair. Yeah. Going back, like, way back to when we first acknowledged the band and the behind Tom, like a mariachi band, which I think is what they're supposed Mm. to be dressed up as. The fake mustaches are back, baby. I know. (laughs) So, Kelsey, you don't know this because you've only watched this video, but just, like, two or three music videos ago... They were also in fake mustaches, which is now 50%. Two of the four uh, videos we've done so far for this album, 50% of the the episodes have featured, featured fake mustaches. Why are you looking at me like that? This is math. This is true. Okay. Yeah. I was like, is this our fourth one? It yeah, is. this is our fourth one. Two out of four. 50% of these videos we've done so far feature fake mustaches. It means something. What does it mean? They wish they could grow facial hair. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> I say that, but Harry is supporting, like, a soul patch on his chin. Like, okay. But, like, I was going to say, like, they're, I feel like they are the cutest people in the world when they are, like, being silly together and just adorable. Yeah. Like, like, I love the mustache moment because, like, Tom's, like, sitting at the table. He's not in the mustache moment, right? But, like, the three of them are, like, behind them. And Danny is, like, giggling at his friend Dougie. And Dougie's giggling back. And Harry's like, hey! like drumming right they're so happy and like that part cracks me up because i also made a note specifically of like dougie's joy because like they're singing backup also when tom's like pleading with this woman right so he's like you said we're out of love and then like all of his friends are behind him like out of love and they're just like so happy and i'm like you guys like your friend is like please don't call this off and they're like out of love <laughs> like, like Dougie is way too happy about this <laughs> like, but yeah they are they're having they're, they're so I mean, joyful it is alien Dougie learning how to be a human it's so true it's he was like is this a human emotion like we're here together supporting <laughs> our friends we, we're out of love uh, and like you know like Harry's like don't do it <laughs> <laughs> for context so in the previous video 
um, Stargirl, Dougie went into space, and we have a theory that an alien took his place when he came back to Earth. Mm, right. So. So this is the Makes great, sense. this is the grand debut of Alien Dougie. I'm glad you brought this up. Because um, one thing we have not said so far is that everyone else in this restaurant is like a mannequin slash automaton. And yeah. Dougie loves them. He does. Right? He Dougie's like, like, totally he's like, like kissing them. And yeah, like okay, no, like meals. I want to mention the one he kissed. I want to mention the one he kissed. It has blonde hair, glasses, uh, perfect skin. Um, he's basically kissing me. I just want right. to say. As, a, as okay. a robot mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, no, like, I right. see you, boo-boo. You're right. I see you, boo-boo. Like, he, like, licks the cheek of the one with, like, a beard, and then he, like, kisses that blonde one, and then he, like, shares a french fry with another one, and he's, yeah. like, salting and, like, giving, like, pepper to, like, the rest of them. Like, he loves these mannequins. He wants to make sure they have a really <laughs> great time. And I just, like, this, I'm, like, this makes sense because this is, like, debut Alien Dougie. We've lost the real Dougie in space a few months ago, and now Alien Dougie is, like, still trying to work out, like, what is and isn't humanity. And these, like, mannequins are, like, kind of confusing for him. And he's, like, they seem good, right? He's, like, hi, yes, I'm a human like you. Should we kiss? Like, should we share a meal? What if I lick your face? Like... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, this is, like, practice for Dougie being a real person. Right. So, like, and like this is, like, turns a whole new thing to the hostage situation, right? They're, like, we need you to, like, come and be on a date with Tom while he pleads with you. But also we need to teach our new alien friend, Dougie, to, like, interact with humans. Right. Right? Because, like, two minutes in, like, Dougie's helping the hostage with her drink. And, like, right. the concentration on him is very focused and he's doing such a good job. So he's, like, this is what people do. They help each other when they are tied up. Right. <laughs> Like, in conclusion, our theory about Dougie being an alien now is 100% true. There has been absolutely no proof otherwise so far. Thank you for coming to hashtag McFlyFax. Right. <laughs> hashtag totally true McFlyFax. Dougie's an alien. This is now another, like, we just filed this away under our proof, right? I want to keep evaluating this the rest of this album and maybe for eternity. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Alien yeah. Dougie is here and he's like, I got this. I'm going to figure he's it out. He's having a great time. He's having yeah. a ball. He is. And, you know, he's also, they've done a great job styling him to look like Dougie. Like, he looks real cute here. I feel like you could say more about this. But I love his haircut, right? He's got the little spiky Listen, up in the back. No, this is the haircut where I was mentioning him, please, please, where I said I would let him call me up at two in the morning saying you right. up. And I'd be like, yeah, bitch, I am. <laughs> You're like, I would let this haircut ruin me. Yeah, it's like, like they did a really good job. This haircut could just, like, completely devour me. And I'd be like, thank you. Right. <laughs> they did a really good job with this, um, with this alien to, like, make him look like Dougie with the little sticky up hair. Like, he looks he looks especially good today. Loved it. I mean, to be fair, like, he's an alien that looks like Dougie. So, he's got the same stylist. <laughs> I will note that I noticed the mannequins, and I wrote about the mannequins in my notes, but all I wrote was mannequins. I think I was just so, like... <laughs> shook. <laughs> shook. And, like, I've been thinking a little bit about the why, why, why of it all. And I think they were just like, we already have like a hostage situation going on. What can we do to like make this more creepy? And they were like, mannequins. <laughs> you didn't have the context of Dougie practicing being a human. Yeah, I know. I was now, just, it like, all makes sense now, right? It does. That's true. <laughs> mannequins. I just more literally creepy. just wrote down mannequins, but misspelled. I think that's important. I did not spell it correctly. I spelled it different every single time i wrote it down in my notebook i don't know how to spell it yeah i'm put mannequin at one point <laughs> i was like that's an attempt my phone was just like that's incorrect and i was like that's fine, <laughs> that's fine. i don't care i noticed that tom 
going back to Tom a little bit, he was where most of my attention was focused, I will say. He was really dedicated to singing at some point. Like, like he was really going in. Like, right. lots of emotions. He was really dedicated. I noted that. Yeah. Did you notice when he was so dedicated that he shushed her? Like, she tries to speak but to, before the second verse, and he's just like, shh. <laughs> and then just, like, keeps going. <laughs> I was like, Tom, like, you've tied this woman up. You've made her come here. Like, you should let her speak. <laughs> yeah. And, like, <laughs> sorry, I, just, I mean, it's ridiculous. Especially because, like, around that time is when he's like, because I didn't treat you rough. And I'm like, are you sure this is a story you want to, like, go with here, Tommy? Like... <laughs> Like, she was tied to a chair. You were literally silencing her with your finger. And you were like, I didn't treat you rough, though. I mean, like, he didn't. He just shushed her with a finger. He tied her to a chair. That qualifies as rough in my book. <laughs> Depends what you're into. She does not look like a willing participant. Can we talk about him proposing to her when she's, like, a hostage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, it took me so long to notice because that's the exact moment that I was talking about with Danny and the screaming and the curly hair and the angel light. But finally I did notice and I was like, what the hell, Tom? And then he was just like, chucked the ring behind him. He was just like, nope. She said no, I guess. Like, okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she said no up like before this point. But you still went with it. (laughs) You had to know the answer. Her face in that moment, she was just like. Like, she just, you know, she's, she's like, it was just, like, obviously no. <laughs> like, 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 it wasn't even like, a, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, it's just like, she was just like, are you, no. Like, are you kidding me? It was great. I will say that when they were doing, like, the montage of, like, happy couple montage, her face, you started to see maybe she was changing her mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't do it. Like, girl, don't do it. I was girl, like, don't do it. Do not. And, like, I was really worried, like, the video was going to end with happy couple. Like, yes, you took me hostage. I acknowledge that. But, like, I love you. But I love you. (laughs) And I was so worried. But then I was just, like, so glad she, like, turned down the proposal. And she was like, no. Because I was like, don't change your mind. Like, he literally took you hostage. (laughs) I understand ignoring red flags. Like, deeply, I understand that. But, like, don't. (laughs) Don't do it. This is a huge one. This is a huge red flag. Like, he kidnaps you. Kelsey's like, girl, you okay? Like, you need a girl talking in the bathroom real quick? Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I was, like, I was like, she's thinking about changing her mind. But then I thought about it some more and I was like, no, I think she just looks really uncomfortable. Like, please stop making me watch these videos when I've already decided that I want to leave you. Okay, here's a question for you. Speaking of her facial expression and what it means. And if she should take it back or not, which we all agree she should not, even though he has a turquoise tie today. If it was a purple tie, Sam would have been like, no. Right, be like, no, you got you got to get out of here. Like, look at that purple tie. Uh, no, so like, I always thought, and I still think I think, no, I know that I think, that in the song, Sorry's Not Good Enough, it was the girl, like the, the woman who had said sorry, right? Like, like, I'm really sorry, but we're over. Bye forever, right? And then it was Tom being like, that's not good enough. Like, sorry's not good enough. Why are we breaking up? But then... In the bridge, which is, I think, also right around the time where he's, like, proposing and stuff, he's like, sorry's not good enough for you, but everybody makes mistakes. And so then I thought, is this whole song supposed to be an apology? 
where like she's the one that's like sorry's not good enough sorry this is over and then he's made a mistake and he's trying to say sorry and she's like sorry that's not good enough i'm leaving and then he's like but wait why why isn't sorry good enough so which one is it can you say the bridge because kelsey did not listen to this song and i forget the bridge i listened to it i just didn't retain (laughs) it (laughs) so it's like the the chorus the whole song has been like sorry's not good enough why are we breaking up and then the line that caught my attention this go round is sorry's just not good enough for you but everybody makes mistakes that's just what we do and so like that that makes it sound like he's the one that has something to be sorry for and she's not accepting it hold on i need a second to process it i can't process when you're like look it up talking well to me i definitely agree with you on that just you reading off the lyrics basically that sounds like he messed up somehow like that sounds like he's saying well sorry's not good enough like i said sorry that's not good enough like um but like i just made a mistake like that's how i that's the new interpretation for me like for years i've always interpreted this song as like if somebody breaks up with you and says they're sorry and then you're like that's not good enough like why are you leaving this relationship but i think it might be backwards like you said like it might be like he said sorry and she was like who cares and he's like what do you mean it's not good enough i I said sorry i brought you some roses my friends are giving you drinks why are you mad though you're just tied to a chair i didn't treat you rough the whole bridge is oh you said you'd never leave me here yeah a whole new reason sorry is just not good enough for you everybody makes mistakes and that's just what we do like it kind of like i feel like now that we have the context of the video of a hostage situation, he's basically saying, like, you leaving me is a mistake, but that's okay. You don't have don't to do, do it. it. Yeah. Like, it's unclear, I think. Yeah. Like, or maybe it's, I'm just muddying it for myself. Maybe it's super clear and it's the first thing, which is what I thought for years. I would love to know other people's opinions. Those of you listening riveted to your phones right now at home. How do you interpret this song? Or wherever you get your podcasts, you can tweet us at Miku the podcast or email us at Miku the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I want you to record that and then like play it in a robot voice every time. I'm like, let us know what you think. And then instead of saying it, you just play the <laughs> robot. <laughs> but yeah, like I would be, I would be interested in like gathering a bunch of interpretations of this song. Important question. Very important yeah. for my understanding of this video. What is she drinking? Um, is it like a mojito or a margarita, a margarita on the rocks? Or is it just like a really fancy, like slightly green um, lemonade? Like... I thought it was eliminated. There is salt on the rim. There is salt on the rim, and it's, like, yeah. slightly green. So that's why I was, like, mojito, like, margarita. There is an act. There is a leaf in the glass, right? Or is there just an umbrella? I think there's a leaf. There's something, like, a garnish of some type. There's a lime on the rim. Mm-hmm. That's why I was unsure. Okay. Then the salt and the lime makes me think margarita. If there, like, I, if there was a leaf in the, gra- the glass, I would say mojito. Salt and lime. Yeah, that's like why I was uncertain because I think there is a garnish in the drink. I'm not sure, like, if it was a mint leaf because that's what would be in a mojito, right? right I'm not right, sure. Yeah. It didn't really look like a mint leaf to me. Um, I would have to, like, watch again to tell. But I don't know why I focused on this, by the way. But I was just like, what are they, like, forcing her to drink? Like, I hope she enjoys it. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she enjoys it. Yeah, she's so concerned about how this girl's eating and what she's drinking, like, which is very nice. Okay? And that's like your heart's in a good place, but that, like, <laughs> that's just I where mean, your mind goes. Where you're like, she's a hostage. I hope she's okay. Like, and like her eating, like, they were feeding her a salad, I think. So at least like she's eating healthy when she's being forced to eat. Right. But like, are they taking good care of you over there where they have you tied up, please? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, we should wonder about her a little bit. <laughs>
like, I started to wonder at some point, like, how Tom even managed to, like, get her here and, like, get her tied up. He's like, this could get some pretty dark implications down here. How did he get here here and then, like, did her his friends just ambush her to tie her up to this chair? Well, I think, like, since, you know, there's evidence of her crying, probably. Like, she was probably <laughs> like, kidnapped can- off the street. Or maybe this is, like, somebody's basement. <laughs> Right, this just gets real dark and real weird. It's like Alien Dougie's basement. He's like, these are my only friends, the mannequins. You can live here with us now. I'm a human being like you. And she's like, please let me go. <laughs> now that we're talking about hostage practices, that brings up a really good question. Um... <laughs> Kelsey, true crime expert. <laughs> no, I was just like, so she's duct taped to like the table and her chair and all that. Most of the video. And then at the end, she's just able to like go whoop and like lift her arms like there was a little bit of a struggle to lift her arms i did note that but like it doesn't look like they duct taped her very well like if you're gonna kidnap someone like maybe like double wrap like make sure it's like secure (laughs) i want a disclaimer that miku does not support kidnapping people (laughs) right kelsey's both like okay listen are you okay hostage like you need me to you need me check on you also kidnappers i got some pro tips (laughs) you're just a universal helper I just noticed that, like, it seemed really easy for her to break out. And, like, I will note there was a little bit of a struggle. Like, she, like, lifted and then couldn't lift all the way and then she lifted all the way. But, like, we didn't see her struggling, like, earlier in the video. Like, all of a sudden it was, like, at the end of the video it was, like, whoop, I'm free and I'm just going to kick you in the balls. The implication could be, I guess, that she's been working on it the whole video and we just didn't see Mm -hmm. it. But... You know, you know, like, duct tape is never as sticky after you peel it up and put it back. And, like, they did remove her from the table and, like, roll her over to, like, watch the video. And then maybe they rolled her back and used the same duct tape instead of new duct tape. That's true. I mean, like, if you're so she... on a budget and you're a kidnapper, you know, you gotta, gotta reuse your Wait, duct tape, I guess. They reused the duct tape after they rolled her back to the table and she was like, jokes on you, suckers. I lost the stickiness. <laughs> and then she was like, hug me, Tom. JK. Crotch kick, bye. Oh, I love that. I literally wrote, good for her. <laughs> Right, I mean, yeah, you go, lady. Like, Tom deserved it. I mean, even Danny, like, just pointed and laughed at him. What? Yeah, what's so funny is, like, nobody stopped her. They're all laughing at right. Tom in the background. So this answers the question, are they good friends or terrible friends, right? They're like, okay, Tom, will help you, but, like, we're hard, our hearts aren't really in it, and we're secretly rooting for her the whole time. Like, we're your friends, so we'll help you, but when she inevitably escapes and kicks you in the balls, we're going to be like, ha ha. They're so dumb. I love them. It's a wild ride, this video. It is. Also, like, I want to mention the little um, pud moment when they're watching the home video movie in the background when Harry just puts his arm around Dougie and Dougie is like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, for real. Like, Harry looks like he is really, like, thinking really hard about his relationships right now. (laughs) Like, you know, like, they're watching this video of this happy couple, but, like, now it's over and Tom's like, do you want to get married? And she's like, no. And, like, Harry just, like, is, like, really holding on to Dougie. Like, please don't let this ever happen to us. <laughs> like, he's, like, really, he's, like, hashtag blessed. So glad that I'm with you and not that lady. <laughs> but I do love when, like, yeah, like, Harry, like, scrunches up his little nose and smiles. And then they're, like, watching the video. But, yeah, Harry definitely looks like, I half expected him to, like, lean down and pick up the ring. That <laughs> Tom. I would love to have cute home videos with Thomas. Those were like, they were like some really cute videos. Like, okay, like let's ignore the hostage stuff, but like, those were some really cute home videos. <laughs> like with ice cream, and she's like, let me put it on your face. Like, what a waste of an ice cream. Right. That's so cute. <laughs> 
and they have a puppy. Like, think of the children. Like, you're just gonna leave and bring apart the family. Like, we have a child. Look at this. Okay, too. We don't know if that's their puppy. Did they kidnap the puppy? <laughs> they also kidnapped the puppy. <laughs> They're actually professional kidnappers. <laughs> Tom does not come out looking good in this video. <laughs> but overall, what did you what did you think of this video, Kelsey? I'll start with Kelsey. Um, I think my views are obvious. I was just not feeling great about holding your girlfriend hostage. But, like, I think it was a very interesting video. Like, Sam really, like, brought it into perspective when she was talking about, like, how they were in conflict with each other. The song and the video. So that's very interesting to me from a storytelling perspective. Still not really happy about holding your girlfriend hostage maybe don't do that but it was interesting <laughs> maybe don't do that <laughs> yeah like don't try this what did you think of the video sam i had a great time loved it if she was sorry she ain't anymore so i feel like tom made the decision really easy for her i'm glad that i could watch this slow descent into chaos and madness <laughs> how will tom ever recover stay tuned for a friday night when Tom drags all of his friends to the museum because he's lost his mind <laughs> for being dumb. Listen, okay, he just, like, recently lost a race to win his trainer's heart and soul, and now he right. is, like, he's like, well, I can't have my girlfriend leave me, too. So, right. she did, but, so, I, this, Motion in the Ocean is just Tom's descent to madness, basically. Right. <laughs> Are we sure Tom didn't go to space and lose his mind? <laughs> Like Tom, are you okay? Like, there's a lot going on. Like Tom is getting like, like, like Tom's like, come, like doing this right. Like maybe she left him because she found out about the trainer. She was like, what? Like, okay, wait, what? And he's like, I'm really sorry, I'm so confused. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, it's not good enough. Bye. <laughs> and he's like, no, please, you can't leave me. Like, I can't. Don't go changing. Like, oh, everything is so messed up. I can't. It's too much change. And my best friend's an alien now. And like, please, I'm going through a lot. And she's like, I gotta go. And like. <laughs> You know, like, we're building this whole, like, multi, like, chaptered arc, and it's just, like, not looking good for Tom. <laughs> oh, but I feel like you have to feel kind of sorry for him. I do feel a little sorry a little, for him. A little sad for him. Plus, he broke his neck in the first video. Maybe he's in a coma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just the rest of Motion the Ocean is John's coma dream. No, because... We've determined that they that he was faking those That's injuries. That's true. We did determine that. Can I ask a question about the actual song? I know I've, like, focused on the video a lot, yeah, but that's the actual we, song. That's what we do here. All right. So, what do the opening chords remind you of? Because I wrote down, like, why do they remind me of that Lizzo song? Um, the DNA one, whatever that's called. I could totally and hear then it. And I was watching it with my boyfriend in the room. Um, he wasn't watching it with me, but he was listening. And he said that the opening chords remind him of the Peanuts song. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I hear that one less. Hold on. I'm going to play this video. The video. What am I doing? I think you should just play the opening chords of the of Lizzo's song and Peanuts for those at home to, to hear. I can kind of hear the Peanut thing. And then here's Lizzo. Yeah. I'm telling you, like. And then. I can hear it. Peanuts. I don't know the Peanuts, but I can hear Lizzo. Right. Which, like, Lizzo listens to McFly. You heard it here first. <laughs> Hashtag totally true McFly facts. Lizzo's Truth Hurts was inspired by McFly's Sorry Not Good Enough. It's the response, actually. 
I love it. Right, like, Tom's like, why are we breaking up? Sorry, it's not good enough. And she's like, turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Uh, this is the, that's the song that this woman is thinking the whole time that she's tied to the chair. Like, truth hurts. Now I gotta go. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. But I, yeah, I definitely hear the resemblance now that you say that. That was the first thing as it started. I was like, truth hurts anyone? Like, <laughs> I, but like, I, I love- didn't mention it, but also like, this is another one that opened up on Tom with a piano, to be honest. Yeah. So 50% of the videos we have watched are Tom on a piano. Tom loves the piano. Tom loves the piano. It's the only thing that hasn't abandoned him yet. <laughs> it's all okay, so if we're gonna like, okay, let's think about the story like log- like chronologically. So in Please okay. Please, he doesn't get the nurse. Okay. If we're right. going to assume either Harry or Danny did, right. But right. Tom does not. That's settled. Don't right. stop me now. He didn't get the trainer because he lost his race. He tried really hard. Yeah, he did. He tried super hard. He even cheated. He cheated. He cheated so hard. Stargirl. His best friend comes back as an alien. <laughs> right. Right. And now here and he is. Now, his girlfriend's, girlfriend's leaving him. He's having a bad time in this album. <laughs> right. Which is so funny because, like, IRL, like, Wonderland is sort of the, the album before this one, Kelsey. Like, Wonderland is sort of, like, famously comes from, like, a like dark time in Tom's, like, actual personal life. Right. And then, like, in the biography, he's like, anyway, I felt so much better when Motion the Ocean was coming out. And I'm like, no, boo-boo, you're just delusional now. <laughs> Like, you're like, I, I, like, I fixed it, you guys. I'm all better. And everyone's like, mm, you're going through a lot right now, baby bear. Like, maybe you should sit down. And he's like, no, here's some happy songs about sadness. My favorite type of happy songs, to be honest. Right. Like, they are, like, they are definitely happier than the songs from Wonderland, but they're still not great. <laughs> like, well, their songs are great, but, like, the storytelling, like, the stories that they're telling are, are not, I mean, I'm, like it's like star girl the alien leaves him yeah. please please <laughs> she doesn't want him sorry it's not good enough as a breakup you know <laughs> so like they're much happier like bouncier pop songs but they're still about rejection yeah poor tom anyway do you have a thirsty award i have i do yes i have three nominations and one selected uh that i think should win you, i i do have you? one I, I don't know three okay so if you are just turning in for this episode, a Thirsty Award is an award we give out every episode determining who in the video is the most thirstiest, depending on, it could be the band, it could be people like outside the band, anyone in the right. video is fair game for the Thirsty Award. Right. A whole, like we've had a whole array of characters win the Thirsty Award. So like, again, keeping in mind that thirsty is not the same as like success, like se- sexy or even successful. Together, that word is successy, which is what I just said. Right, but, like, being thirsty doesn't mean that you're, like, sexy or successful. So, Tom looks pretty thirsty here. He literally tied her to a train. Like, that's pretty desperate. So, I'm giving him third place. Coming in at second place, I'm going to say it's Harry. Because, like, he really wants to tell Dougie that he loves him. But, like, now is not the time. (laughs) But, like, you know, like, it's on his mind when they're watching that montage. And he's like, "Mm," like, Tom literally just got rejected for a marriage proposal. Like, probably now is not the time to tell you that I love you. But I'm just going to, like on my face into your neck right now. So Harry gets number second place. So coming in at number one is Dougie and the mannequins. Like he has a bat for these robot people. Robot people? <laughs> They're mannequins. I hope mannequins aren't robots. <laughs> Some of them 
move? Did you see the one that like lifted its arm to take a drink by itself? They're no, they're like automatons. I'm telling Go you. Go back and watch that video. We did not want no. They're mannequins. <laughs> I think they're automatons. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't seen. Yes, you have. So I don't know how you're laughing at me like this. They're still not robot people, but um, Doctor Who, hello, living plastic. These mannequins move on their own. And Dougie is into it. He's like licking cheeks and kissing mouths and eating french fries out of fingers. Okay, so, like, so I could argue that you are thirsty for all your friends because you me? also kiss cheeks and lick them and steal fries. Sam's never licked my cheek. I want to make that very clear. Kelsey's <laughs> like, not me, though. You did not know her in her teenage years. <laughs> Like, maybe I am thirsty for all my friends. That's beside the point of this award today. <laughs> but I just want to say, I didn't even have Pud, even though I mentioned it on my list, or Alien Dougie doll. I, like, I see Alien Dougie, like, hanging out with these mannequins as him just trying to make new friends and learn how to be a human. I think he's thirsty as hell. For sure. Because he is, like, trying to hang out and make new friends, but he's, like, he's kind of bad for these, like, he's, like, these people are amazing. Like, should we, like, t- touch? Like, should we get married? Probably. I don't know if that's just thirsty or him just, like, excited to be here. <laughs> but I think the point is he's an alien. He can't tell the difference. So just everything he does makes him look super thirsty for humanity. But he, like, missed and landed on mannequin. <laughs> so who was your one? Tom. It's obviously Tom. Who goes through so much trouble to try to get someone to, like, stay with them? Like, kidnaps them and has their friends also kidnap them. I mean, I, I understand. And, I like, he like, orchestrated a whole thing. Like, he made a dinner. He made right. drinks. Like, he dressed up. He had her dress up. Like. I guess I thought the dinner was catered. By, <laughs> by himself. <laughs> like, his by friends in Harry. the kitchen just making salads. Like, we got to get this for this kidnapping dinner that Thomas set up. <laughs> also, can you imagine, like, that cater, like, if it was catered by, like, an outside company. <laughs> Like, need um, a dinner for a super private um, two-person. There's going to be other people there, but they're not real. Like, but, like, a two-person dinner. Like, she may or may not be willing. Like, but, like, she likes greens. Make a salad. It's great. It's excellent. Thanks, you guys are the best. And they're like, wait, what the hell just happened? He's put so much effort into this dinner. He also, like, got their home movies together. I understand what you're saying. I do. That's why I put him on the list. Right. And I guess thirsty is one of those words. It gets hard to like pinpoint all the way down. Like, and we've done this, we've had this conversation a couple different times where we're like, okay, what do we mean when we say thirsty? To me, like that is thirsty and that it's desperate, but more important than desperation in the like definition of thirsty to me is like being really like eager and Dougie's more eager. Like Tom is more desperate. I would argue with that saying we literally gave a pair of arms the thirsty award in room on the third floor because we're like who else like who else would be thirsty enough to have little playthings on mcfly right that also feels person. pretty eager and enthusiastic i don't think i like the word eager <laughs> like do we mean when we say thirsty like right because like thirsty is basically just another word for horny a lot of times tom is desperate which also can be a way that you use thirsty. But if you think of thirsty as like horny, Dougie looks more horny in this video than Tom. Like Tom's too desperate to be horny. I mean, you could argue that with any video because that's just who Dougie is as a person. Right. He's literally licking cheeks in this one. 
Okay, Kelsey, you decide. <laughs> Be our tiebreaker. Honestly, Tom, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> That's why you're here. So, like, Tom can win the Thirsty Ward. This is his second one, this go-round. He's just trying to find somebody to love him. Ugh, poor Tommykins. He's, you know, he's going through a lot. Okay, speaking of thirst, though, the moment you've all been waiting for, one of our favorite things to do to our friends on this podcast is to show them pictures of McFly and have you pick a favorite with absolutely no context. You might already know because you did watch a whole video, but... Uh, we're going to show you a picture of them 2006 and a picture of them in 2020. Do I get to pick my favorite in 2006 and my favorite in 2020, or do I have to reconcile the two? You can think out loud. You can show your work like math, but eventually oh. you, just, you should reconcile them. But you could say the answer to both. So this is 2006, McFly. You are also allowed to bring in your knowledge of the video. That's true. Tom is a kidnapper, but he also kind of looks like Jesse McCartney. Oh my god, he totally does! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Show me the next one. Okay, so this is 2020, McFly. Oh, the hair. The hair. Which hair? Okay, walk me through who's who again. So Dougie, Danny, Tom, Harry. Dougie and Tom's hair is on point, like. It's true. I don't know. I think, which one is Dougie? That one. Mm, I hate his hair in 2006. Oh my god, that hair could ruin me. <laughs> That's 70's favorite. <laughs> I don't think I can reconcile the two. Can I just disregard 2006 completely? Which is something I like to do in my own life as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's your favorite in 2006? Jesse McCartney lookalike. Thomas? Yes. Yeah. So reconciling the two... Picking one favorite. If I had to reconcile, that's Tom, right? Yeah. If I had to reconcile, Tom's my favorite. Kidnapper or no? <laughs> <laughs> and if you, and, but if you just looked at Tom and Dougie in 2020, you would pick Dougie over Tom. The hair is so good. It's good okay, hair. You need to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, we have thought, we have speculated this for months and have avoided asking you because we wanted it to be live on the podcast, but... My guess was always that you would pick Dougie, and Stephanie was like, that's not funny, friendship over. Like, <laughs> and I, But I just, like, but I had the a reason, feeling. No, like, no, you didn't speculate, like, she would pick Dougie because of his looks. You speculated she would pick Dougie because of his personality. I know. I, it's true. I wrote this down. You can't see it. I just want proof that I had written this down before before Kelsey spoke. I wrote this when I took notes a couple days ago. I said, if Kelsey knew more about McFly, I think she would like Dougie, but on the podcast, based off the pictures and this video, she might pick Tom. Oh, you got me pinned. Look at that. Based on 2006, Tom, I would not let him hold me hostage, but based on is this 2020? Yeah. Based on 2020, Tom, I probably would let him hold me hostage. 2020 Tom could do whatever he wanted to me. (laughs) I can't find any Tom thirst traps. Did he delete them? Uh, a lot of them might be on his stories. Just saw one on Facebook the other day that was on his stories, so it's, like, not available anymore, but somebody took a screenshot and posted it on Facebook. Okay, I just found it. I'm going to send it to you guys. Oh, yeah, that's cute. I like the Triceratops tattoo. Yeah, that's his yeah, tattoo. Brand new. I like it a lot better than the star tattoo. Okay, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that star tattoo. The Star Tattoo is iconic. I like the glasses. He's a beautiful man. But he can't get a girl. So <laughs> he right. can't find someone to love him. Except he can, because he has. But the Tom of these videos cannot. Actually, G and those children are paid actors. <laughs> Hashtag totally true McFly. <laughs> How disappointed would that be? That's fine. Yeah, because really she's married to me and those are our children together. 
Right, yeah. You just lend them to Tom so he doesn't look so sad. Yeah. Like, I'm not ready to, like, raise three boys. Go ahead. If you agree, disagree with our opinions, or just want to make two new friends, actually, I need three more friends because I have dumped Kelsey as my friend. Uh, please follow and talk to us. Seventy has a vacancy. <laughs> You can follow and talk to us on our social medias at Make You With The Podcast. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me on my Twitter at Steph To Do. That's Steph underscore T-O-D-O. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam underscore Edmonds 122. You can't find Kelsey anywhere on the internet. She doesn't actually exist. We made her up. <laughs> also, don't forget to rate and comment our podcast on your favorite podcast streaming site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. And since you're already there, give Miku a follow so you don't miss out on any future episodes. We'll see you next time with Friday Night, when we can actually discuss the video. <laughs> when you can actually talk about Friday Night. Like, you've been wanting to do this all day! <laughs> Thanks for listening! Bye!